as he comes to introduce our special guest this morning. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Dale. And uh, yes, I do know Dr. Thomas well. It was almost 20 years ago next year that I went to India for the first time. And uh, he took me to the most, report, re most remote part of India there was. Uh, it wasn't nice. It wasn't good. And I said, I'll never go back again. And I've been going for 20 years, three times a year now, just about. And uh, Dr. Matthew Thomas is a great friend. We've uh, been together, traveled all over India. But the work that is going on that was laid down by his father when the Lord sent him this village back, I think, the 40s, uh, today, he'll tell you more about it. But I just want to rejoice what God's done. Great local church, every service is packed out. Bible college, ladies' Bible college, because ladies couldn't go to Bible college, and Matthew had the burden to have ladies come. So he started a ladies' Bible college, built a great dormitory for them. Uh, seminary, uh, boys' orphanage, now the little girls' orphanage is there, a clinic, industrial school, a fellowship of over a thousand pastors come for a convention every year I go in the fall for. It's just a wonderful thing. They've really almost taken over that town. Best buildings uh, in that place are built by the kingdom of God. Now, I want to give God praise that Brother Matthew Thomas can be. I don't want to take any more of his time. Brother Thomas Cobb, would you welcome my good friend, Dr. Matthew Thomas, right now. Please, Thank you. Thank you. You know, everything rises or falls on relationship. Let me repeat one more time. Everything rises or falls on relationship. Amen. God called me into the ministry in 92, and I met Dr. Mel. Took him to a remote place, he told you. We were in a small room in the bathroom you can see. I will not even mention because you'll be scared. No one in the hotel except him and I. Yeah, right. We did four days of crusade, morning toast, lunchtime toast, <laughs> evening toast, nothing else. And he said, when we came back to Bombay, he said, this is not, this is his language. He said, this is not my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> but today in that town, I just did a crusade in that town, 27,000 people. Wow. From the small beginning, when Dr. Mayer was with me, he challenged us, some of the young people. Now we have 65 churches in that section of the travel. I know it was not his cup of tea. <laughs> but God knew it would be great. I'm talking, I, I have said again and again, this church is really blessed. Pastor Dale is really blessed to have a legacy in this church. Now his grandpa, and then Dr. Mel, and I'm enjoying the legacy my dad left for me. Ministry is now 66 years old. And I have no desire, I have no desire to be in the ministry full time. I was happy enjoying the Gino East pizza. <laughs> Even uh, you know, this Wednesday passed, I had a surgery. And when I came home, first meal was pizza. <laughs> As a doctor, you put me on fast for more than 20 hours. Can I eat pizza? He said, go ahead whatever you want. <laughs> I thank God for the relationship I have with leaders of this church. I'm praying for Pastor Dale for the last 12 years. <laughs> and he said today, oh, I believe, you know, he said very openly that we must keep on praying. <laughs> he said it. And we are believing for that answer. The Pastor Dale will be in India next year. There's power in your tongue. There's power in your tongue. You can speak. It happened. I remember uh, Professor Cross uh, talked to me last year. He said, I have a desire. He's coming. How 
I said, I will talk to you after the service. And I want to make sure his ticket is confirmed. So I went. His seats are confirmed. He's coming. God is a good God. I said, God is a good God. Now, I know we have a lot of challenges with gasoline prices are going up. If you have challenges of gas prices, go and see pastor, professor, Dr. Fred Job. He will tell you. I'm going to think there he found the jokes. When I arrived this morning, fresh joke from Fred Job. Hope Linda will get that thing. When she has problem for the gas, just ask Dr. Fred Job. He will give you a very good one. And I know Linda, you'll become Catholic. That was a good joke. Of the, uh, I'm going to use somewhere else, not in this church, because he's sitting there. <laughs> yes, girls in the orphanage, they're doing good. We have 47 girls, 42 boys in the orphanage. Three went home sick, very sick, and one of the boys died with the jaundice. We don't have anything. In my town, good hospital. That is a so-called hospital. People come in that hospital to see animals. You don't have to go to zoo. All the animals are in the hospital, in your room. And people come to die there. God put the burden of our heart to start a clinic. Pastor Mel, Dr. Mel, when he arrives in June, we are going to dedicate that building. But we have to have the machines. I have to have an x-ray machine, ultrasound, EKG. And it's a lot of money, $68,000 I need. Listen to me. I'm in good health. I'm in divine health. But I want to take care of those 89 boys and girls, 128 Bible college students. And next month, 16 more girls are coming. 16 more girls are coming into the orphanage. I want to take care of all these kids. At the same time, take care of little kids when they're born because uh, they don't have money to give polio shots. I want to give a free polio shots to the little kids. You may say, why you have? Because I could not walk. When I was born, I could not walk. My dead mom cannot afford to give us vitamins. My third brothers are walking before me. And when doctors said, I will never walk, God heard the prayers of the saints. A missionary from Iowa comes and buys fish malt. That was some 62 years ago. I will not tell my age. <laughs> I will not tell. But it was some 62 years ago. Doctor said, I will not be able to walk. I'm walking. Yeah. After 62 years, I can jump. I can win. I can go three miles walking. Listen to me. That's the reason I want to have this clinic. Pray with us. You have $68,000. a lot of money. But God can do it. If he can have the building debt free for me. Debt free. Clinic is debt free. Building is debt free. Beautiful building. Industrial building is debt free. But we don't have anything in that. I have to have 25 computers. I have to have 25 sewing machine and other stuff I'm bringing so I can train young people on different things and they can make money. Christians, it's very hard to get a job in my town. You know why I'm in this country? Because I had a bad experiences. I was teaching in a government college, science college, postgraduate level. I have a master's in science. And when they find out next year, after one year you teach, then they have government experts, they come to make your position permanent. And once you're permanent, you can sleep in the classroom, they don't care. And I was selected out of 27 professors, but I 
the, like you have mayor and other drivers in world, they said, yes, you can have a job. You have to change your name to Hindu name or keep the Christian name but adopt Hinduism. I came home, I told Brian, nothing to do with this country. I don't want to stay in this country. Send me somewhere. He says, I can send you to America, but you will be working in a restaurant because it's very hard to get a job. Or I said, Dad, I will do anything. Because of persecution, I came to America. But God took me back there. Amen. I want to do something for those young Christian boys and girls who cannot find a job. Because we have a guy in our staff who is genius in computer. Genius in computer. He will train. We are not going to charge anything. They will have a free education, free trade learning, free medicine. Everything will be free. But it's a lot of money to buy all this stuff. I have a budget of $110,000 vocational training center and clinic. I want to do fast. Pray with us. A lot of people said, Dr. Thomas, you know, uh, your ministry is you travel. Recession has hit many churches in America. But I want to tell you, God has been so faithful to us. Last year after the conference, after the conference, in month of November, the last week of November, we had six acres land. Dr. Mary had been to that land. We prayed over that land. And then we put the seeds in that land. We got 17,000 pounds of wheat in March just a few weeks ago. It means we are full for six months for my Bible college students, boys and girls in the orphanage. We serve, listen to me carefully, we serve every month 40,000 meals. 40,000 meals we serve every month and it's 27 cents per meal. I pray some of you will have burden for the teeming millions of India. 1.2 billion people. Just think. 28,000 people are dying each day. And my prospect population is 56,300. How I found out? I was driving. I saw a sign. 56,000. 56,300. Just think. In two days, the whole Mount Prospect is gone. Not a single one in Mount Prospect. In two days, whole Mount Prospect is gone in India. Just think. This is the toughest mission field of the world. Very tough. Persecution is there. Even in March, while Dr. Mao, I didn't tell him, while he was in my town, a church, three hours from my ch uh, town, was burned completely. Enemy came. Girls were crying. The two of the daughters, pastor's daughter is in the Bible college. They were crying. Came to us. Oh, we just got a phone call. Oh, the church is burning. They're going to kill my dad. Yes, persecution is there. But we are doing everything for the expansion of his kingdom. Amen. We need your prayers. We need Bible college didn't have any laptop. No laptop. No projector. I want to tell you. June 26th, which is opening. Dr. Mel is doing the opening. Golden Jubilee. 50 years of the Bible College. I will have a laptop and a projector. I will have, I, I'm not seen. I have not seen, but it will be there on 26th, June 2011. I'm going to make sure 11, not 12. God is a good God. I said, God is a good God. I said, God is a good God. I said, God is a good God. He is a faithful God. I said, He is a faithful God. He has not disappointed us. According to Dr. I should not be standing here this morning. And, you know, now you think oh, I should call Dr. Now. I heard he's, he'll be out of town. I said, I, sh I don't know that I should call Pastor Darrell to cancel my meeting. But I'm very good. I'm, when I preach, I practice. I said, Lord, yes. 
10 days have to stay, I should not go out. But this is the fourth day after my surgery. I will not cancel my meeting. I was here yesterday. I am here this morning. Doctor can say anything. But I want to let you know one thing. Please do not take crazy steps. Spooky things. Unless you have a faith. I have a faith in God. Highest opinion I believe is not the doctors. The highest opinion I have is my almighty God. He is Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Rapha. My wife, she kept praying, oh God, we need to have a meeting. And she came this morning and she asked me even right before, you know, Pastor Dr. said, how do you feel? I said, I'm strong, don't worry. She's a nurse. Don't used to nurse for 38 years. She knows everything. But I want to tell you, God, like Pastor Dwell said, He's greater than my sickness. I mean, He's greater than all the doctors. What a God we have this morning. I have a lot of God. I love to serve Him. I'm not here in this earth, on this earth, to build a ministry. Let me tell you that very clearly. I'm not building my ministry, I'm building His kingdom. Amen. I have kingdom concern. I have kingdom law. I have kingdom laws. And I have kingdom provision. God is a good God. I think God is a good God. My faith level goes every time up. Last Sunday I was out of this country. I was preaching. I did first service. The fourth service. Maybe it was almost over. Some 30, 40 people gave their heart to Jesus Christ. And pastors out trying to meet people. And there... A young woman comes, sobbing, crying. I said, what happened? I don't know. No one in the church, she's with a woman coming, and she's running for the mayor, and she says, something happened. Power of God hit me. Power of God hit me. And then I sat with her, ministered to her, and she says, I will serve God 100%. I was in Alabama. And this pastor said, I have no friend. He used to teach at CLC, Dr. Campbell. He sent the greetings to you, to this church in the college. And he said, something happened. We opened the door. The power of God hit me. Listen to me. I'm not here, especially in a church where you have balanced preachers of the word of God. All your leaders are balanced. I see a lot of imbalanced preachers when I travel. Thank God for the leaders you have. They know the word of God as if they know the word. And they will never compromise. They will never compromise. How many friends, how many relatives? No one knows except Dr. Mel what surgery I went through this week. He's the only one. No one knows. I thank God for the relationship I have. We share our joys. We share our sorrows. We share our victories. We share our failures. It's very important. Believers, listen to me. Everyone must have a good friend. Every, at least one good friend. If you can get more than one, great. Great. And when he comes, he's, he's talking about granddaughters. Three granddaughters and the grandson. He has a picture. He says, he pulled out from his wallet. Here, this is my granddaughter. This, my, you have to see this new picture. I just got new picture. I never knew the importance of grandchildren until we got grandchildren. I said, well, Dr. Mayor always brag about grandchildren. And I says, why he always talk? Now we know why. We have two grandchildren. And I'm talking, we are proud of them. We are very proud. We are, in, Elizabeth and I, we are imparting a lot of things on our kids. My grandson, our grandson, he will be seven in August. And they're moving, they're buying a house. And he said, Papa, I was collecting some money. I gave you some money last year for Bibles to buy for orphan boys. Did you use all that money? Any left over? 
I said, no, no leftover. I bought some pencils and I said, I have collected some money and I'm going to ask my mom to take me to the bank. And then he calls me Friday, said, Papa, I got $33. When you come, I will give you. It's for the orphan boys, not for hamburger. And they offer eight, nine homes and they're nothing there. And my son got me frustrated. And what about grandson said to my son in law? He said, Daddy, be strong in the Lord. Amen. And both of them, granddaughter and grandson, got a balloon, helium balloon, and said, We need this house. And send the balloon to heaven. The faith of a child. They got the house. Amen. Closing is like this Thursday is the closing. God is a good God. Amen. So I have to brag about my kids and grandkids now. Are we ready? The presence of God is so strong. I said, so strong. So strong. Let me read two passages. Turn with me to the book of Luke. Luke. Jay, thank you for sending Dr. Moore to India. We appreciate. I know it's a sacrifice. And I want you to pray. Mom, you have to pray for your son, Pastor Dell, to be with us in India. Luke chapter 5. And then I will read from Mark chapter 2 also. Luke chapter 5. When I was driving yesterday and this morning, I saw many big books on 294 and even on 55. Judgment Day, May 21st. Thousands of dollars has been spent by this group, crazy, foolish people. The email last week. I'm teaching in a Bible college every Tuesday, four hours. And I got a crazy email said, Days of miracles have gone. It's past. There's no more miracles. Then, then I Google search that company or that organization, the church. They are teaching in the churches. He's a big leader who believed once, but today he does not believe in miracles. I want to tell you, God is a God of miracles. I mean, God is a God of miracles. I don't care what the world says. I am a walking miracle. I see, we see miracle every day. Every day. I go to the doctor and says, Oh, you are a missionary. I say, Yes. Oh, then I will not charge you anything. Miracle. <laughs> I said, That's a miracle. Doctor wants everything, you know. It's a miracle. So, right here is the scripture. It says, Don't worry, I know the time, but I have to close. It's not important how much we say, but it's important what we say. One word of Jesus can change your situation. Just one word. That's all. Sometimes you think of we have to do ten points. One word is enough. Elimination from God's word will change your situation. It will change. And Bible says in Luke. Chapter 5, 26b, the last portion. We have seen remarkable things today. We have seen remarkable things today. One process says, we have seen extraordinary things today. The third process says, we have seen 
wonderful things today. Mark 2. Everyone knows the story. So I will say the time reading a story. Miracles is for today. But 33 miracles are recorded in the Gospels. I know Jesus did more than that. But 33 miracles are recorded in the Gospels. And all those miracles can be classified under four heads. But we will enjoy the miracles. 33 miracles. Out of 33, you will see nine miracles teaches you and I Jesus Christ rules the nature. Nine miracles are there. That Jesus Christ rules out of the nature. Number two. The 17 miracles are recorded of Jesus which tells you and I that God can restore health. Restoring health, 17 miracles. Some of you are feeling weak in your body. I want to let you know this morning we have Jesus Christ in this house. Jesus Christ is in this house and who can restore your health. If he can restore my health, when doctor said I should not be able to walk or get up for 10 days, I'm here. I want to tell you, I'm not just preaching a theology or some statements. I'm preaching the practicality of the gospel. Jesus Christ is saying yesterday, today, and forever. If he has restored 17 people's health, he can restore their health. Then you'll see four miracles recorded where he removed or delivered people from demons. Dr. Mara was in our conference. And then we have people came with demons. Listen to me. You have not seen demons in America. You have not. You have to come to the third world country to see the demons. We are making preparation. Dr. Mao and I will be in Indonesia. Church has 90,000 members. Their auditorium is 12,000 seats. I have seen demons. And you know, Mark Beck, you said, Dr. Thomas, do you think this uh, woman will be delivered before the end of the conference? I'm a demon person kicking. Three people are holding and nobody can control them. But I wanted to let you know for the glory of God, by the end of the conference, all those demon possessed people were completely dead. God is a good God. He is a good God. And then you'll see three miracles rising dead. 33 miracles. He said, what? What is going on? What? What am I random? You think everything is dead. Your marriage is dead. No more job. Everything looks dead. We have a God who can raise dead hopes. We have a good God. I said, we have a good God. We have a good God. And I think things why miracles are there in the scriptures, but no time. So maybe next time when I come, I will give why Jesus performs miracles. There's a purpose. One stands out is he does to glorify the Father. Now here in this story, everyone knows about this paralytic man. Friends, God. But you will see in the story eight to ten wonderful things happen. 
And I want to see some of the things happen today in this service. Well, I should come down. I said, eight to ten wonderful things happen, and I want to see some wonderful things happen today in this service. Thank God for seven people. I said, I have come this morning. You didn't wait. I have come this morning in this church to see wonderful things. Oh, thank God for ten people. I will, I will not go further. I will, I have come to see wonderful things in this church, in this service. Amen. It will be done according to your faith. It will be done according to your faith. When I will come to church, when the doors are open during the service, that should be your desire. Worship team, your all high tech. Thank God for high tech. As a thank God for high tech, thank God for these instruments. Thank God, but I am not come to see the instruments. I am not come to see your high tech lights. I have come to see the wonderful things right of the Almighty. The first thing you can see here in this in chapter two. Jesus said, your sins are forgiven. That is the greatest wonder of the world. And that is the greatest remarkable thing you and I can experience in a church when people are standing and say, I need the forgiveness of God. I am going to be delivered from my sin. I am going to live a righteous and a godly life. Amen. Jesus is here. Yeah. And when Jesus is here, yeah. you heard from Pastor Joe, he said, the presence of God is here. Jesus is here. Yeah. And he wants to do that wonderful work in your heart. Hallelujah. If God can do that wonderful work in a heathen world where Christians are only 2.3% of the total population, if God can change, if God can forgive my sin, I will be let you know it's a wonderful thing. Because the Bible says in Psalm 32, it is wonderful. It is blessed. Blessed is the man whose sins are forgiven. We are wonderful people. We are wonderful people if your sins have been forgiven. Let's pick up the second. I have to go very fast. When they experience sins, they saw how Jesus said, Your sins have been forgiven. The second, he says, Just look. In verse 5, the story that they brought a certain man. But verse 6 says, Jesus calls. This certain man, my son. Another wonderful thing that can happen to you and I today. The highest, listen to me clear, highest honor you and I can receive or have when we become the child of God. Amen. That's the highest honor. I'm talking, I have the highest honor. I have the highest privilege. I can call him daddy. Yeah. You know, I can call him papa. Yes. And he, he, yes, you may not be recognized by the world. Listen to me carefully. You may not be recognized by this society. Even if they recognize you, they recognize you. Oh, that, that paralytic man? That sinner? He says, he calls lovingly, gently, my son. You are his daughter. You are his son. What an honor we have. We have the likeness of God. We have the love of God. We have the mind of God. We have the power of God. We have the presence of God. We are his children. And we are his children. And what a wonderful. Oh, it's wonderful. 
Not only my sins are forgiven, but he calls me son. He calls me son. What a God we have. I want some of you will experience that, but you will become the children of God. Thirdly, now listen. It was really impossible for those four men to bring this priority man to Jesus. Romans, the one translated, there was no room. There was no room where Jesus was. Listen, the third wonderful thing happened. The things which were impossible were, became possible. Things which were impossible became possible. It can happen to you. Doctor may say anything. I don't care what doctor says. I don't care what Jesus said. Amen. He said, I am your healer. Amen. He said, I am your healer. Thank God for the doctors. Thank God for nurses. There were two nurses sitting in the second pew. Joy and my wife. Thank God for nurses. But I want to tell you, you may think it is impossible. No marriage it's a boat. You're sitting here. You're sitting here. And you're, you're in trouble, marriage. I will call you out. I've done. I've done in Canada. In Calgary. Last Sunday. I pray out and I'm sorry. You have to hear from God. You have to hear from God. In the world's ministry, about 56 men came. And after I ministered, I said, I want people to come to the altar. And I go to a young man, I say, you are living a life which is contrary to the word of God. I'm not going to use the word because I know in Canada I cannot use that word. It starts with letter G or H. He started crying. He said, Dr. Thomas, I cannot even stand. Can I kneel down? He knelt. And he started weeping. He said, I want to live a godly life. Listen to me. Today is your day for your marriage. I said, today is your day for your marriage. It seems impossible. The word of God, who is expert, who is expert, changing impossibility to possibility. He's a good God. I think he's a good God. One thanks, Dr. Mara, even my relatives said, you won't believe Pastor Joel. People came to discourage me for two, three years. They said, you're walking in dad's shadow. They told me, you're walking in dad's anointing. And you will never make it. They called my wife. She was in Chicago. I mean, they said, I don't think so. Your husband will make more than two years. It's impossible. I have completed 19 years in the mission field. 19 years. Yes, it seems very impossible to the eyes of the people. But I want to tell you, there's nothing, nothing, nothing impossible for my God. Nothing impossible for my God. It's only up to you today. So Lord, I want wonderful things happen in my marriage. I want wonderful things happen in my finances. It will happen. No, we have a God. Amen. I think we have a God yes. who is a prayer-answering God. Who is a prayer-answering God. Yes. Impossible turn into possibility. Number four. Hindrances and the obstacles were removed. Wonderful. Yes. No way you can bring this man at the feet of Jesus Christ. Obstacle, crowd, no way, no, no entry, no passage away. But wonderful thing happened that hindrance, that, that obstacle was removed. Now listen to me carefully. You may have many obstacles. 
You may have many hindrances, but it is your responsibility to remove those hindrances. Jesus did not remove this obstacle. Women who came to Jesus for her daughter for healing, she was completely demon possessed. And that woman had seven hindrances, seven obstacles that women had to come to Jesus. And none of the obstacles were removed by Jesus. She has to remove every obstacle. Yes, to experience the wonderful things, remarkable things. When you have any obstacle to come to the foot of Jesus Christ, but it is up to you to remove those obstacles or step over that obstacle. It's up to you. It's up to you. It's up to you. You will experience your miracle. You will experience extraordinary thing. Listen to me. A lot of preachers, they just preach, but they never experience these things. I like preachers, the leaders, and the Christian. What they preach, they experience. There was obstacles. For four and a half years, for four and a half years, I was in the courtroom for my clinic. Dr. Mar knows all those things. He knows that before even I had a battle called building, he came and prayed over that land. We have a building. Obstacles, yes. Anti Christians for four and a half years. For four and a half years, they were after me to stop building the clinic. Even though they have beaten up my contractor, they have beaten up the workers who were working in the construction. They came and beat them badly. They wrote about me in the newspaper, two state newspaper. They did everything they can do. That was a big obstacle. But I knew I had to remove this obstacle. And I couldn't do everything in my own strength. So I came to my church one Sunday night. Sunday morning was alone. They beat everyone. And Sunday evening I come to my church. I said, here's a big obstacles, big hindrance, but I will keep on working. I said, you have to pray with me. I said, I will keep on, I will not give up. I will not give up, I will build a clinic. It doesn't matter how many times I have to go to the court. I didn't have that turning. Because I have the best advocate. The best counselor. His name is Jesus Christ. And his name is Jesus Christ. Three people who were after me. The city council member and two guys. Two guys were killed in a motorcycle accident. I didn't pray that they will be killed. But I know God can give me strength to remove the obstacles. So two are gone. The council member, he's scared to death to walk in front of the clinic now. He thinks he is the next one now. I am not praying that obstacle will be removed. I am not praying, but I know one thing, to experience remarkable things, I must remove the obstacles. I can cry. I say, oh, yes, yes, yes. I can, I can sit and cry, and I will not have a clinic. I have learned the secret. There's a time to pray, and there's time to take an action. Amen. I said, there's time to pray, and there's time to take an action. My time for action was there, and God honored your heart, your miracle, your experience, your wonderful thing, if you will learn to remove your obstacles. Amen. Oh, pastor, I heard from you, my obstacle is my wife. No, 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 please do not misunderstand me what I'm trying to say. But there's time coming to the presence of God. We have to remove all the hindrances. When Jacob needed a blessing from God, Bible says he left his family on the other side of the river and he was 
alone with God. Sometimes we need to remove our obstacle to be in the presence of God. And he experienced the most remarkable thing. He was blessed. His name was changed. His character was changed. Everything was new for him. And became prince with God. We need to come to a place of God. I want to have an intimate relationship with you. I want to see something happen. My time is gone. And I have seven more things. I will bring the last one. In every country I go, to attract people, they have to have flyers. They have to have flyers. They have to have announcement, PowerPoint, everything. But look in this story. There was no announcement was made. No flyers were given. But crowd came to listen to Jesus Christ. In, in a church, in a service, Jesus is there. We don't need big announcement. Let me say, it was sounded by the people, Jesus is in the house. There was a family who was here last night. They said, they were searching. They went to many churches. Even they went to one, one big church. Very big church. I think that they, they have almost 13, 14,000 people from here. Just go. And they said, they came in this church. They felt the presence of the Almighty God. Amen. Yeah. That's all we need. We didn't send the email to them. We didn't, they didn't have the flyers. They just came. Listen to me. I want to let you know if Jesus is in your house, you will become, your family will become a point of attraction. If Jesus is in your marriage, your marriage will become a point of attraction for others. Listen to me. I have taken some worship team out before my second day service. I do a lot of crusades. I said, No, I will need you. I want you to sit there and listen to me and give your heart to Jesus Christ. We are a lot of professional people, but they are not men and women of God. Thank God for Jonathan and his team, who I was listening to last night and this morning also. The anointing. The simplicity, the transparency. He just went to worship God. It will happen when you become Christ-centered. Now my time is up. Let's stand. We have come. Father, this is my prayer. I have come to this church to see the wonderful things. Father, hearken to our prayer this morning. Hearken to our prayer this morning. Our, our lead pastor, his prayer to see people coming at the foot of the cross. Lord, thank you what he did since Easter. Forty people accepted you in this church. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you. Everyone close who will say, I don't have peace in my heart. I don't have Jesus in my heart. I want Jesus to come into my heart. The greatest miracle you and I can have is the peace, the joy, and salvation. You can lift your hands. I want to pray for you. If you need one, God bless my brother there. Put the hand down. God bless my brother. Anyone else? Anyone else? Do not know. God bless my young sister here. Put the hand down. Anyone else? Say yes. Ah, man, brother, thank you. Thank you, my brother here. One, two, three. Thank you, my brother here. Thank you, my brother, sister. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Heaven is rejoicing. Thank you, my brother here. Thank you. Thank you, my sister. Thank you, my sister in the back. Thank you, my brother. Sister in the back. I think so. Yes, brother. Now listen to me. Listen to me. You have to save the time. Those who are lifting their hands, I want to come to the altar right now. I want to bring the name of God upon you. Come on. Don't be ashamed. And he says, if you honor me, God Jesus says, if you honor me, he will honor you. Yes. Come on. 
transformation in your life. I don't know who you are, but God wants to do a transformation in your life. Father, we thank you for the work you're doing in this house. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. The miracle. Yes. Physically, you are weak. God can recreate. I don't know who you are, but God can recreate He can recreate everything. Because He is in the business of creation of life. Why would I bring my mind to the this life? Thank <laughs> you. 
We thank you. We thank you. I have one brother, your testimony in the church when God will touch you. You will see the miracle. It's going to happen. This many people prayed for you. Not because of me, because of the people praying together. Thank you. Father, we thank you for this life. Yes, it's not easy. You have cried, you have cried, you have cried. And God is saying to you today, I'm going to wipe your tears now. Father, I pray for the shepherd God that moment. I want him to come back. So I want you to watch. So lift up your hands now. These tears were turned in joy. Unspeakable and full of glory. He is your sister. He 
is your strength. He is your supply. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, you have done in the past. You can do to the Miracle and speak miracle. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. The call you have upon your life. And you know, the call is my strong. Do not argue with God. I try to argue. I try to help him. But God caught me. God wants to use you. For my family. Through church. And to the city. Lord. Father, bring the divine anointing upon her. She will become strong in you and your word. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, God. We thank you. Your power. Thank you, God. For your power. We thank you, God. For your anointing. I want if ten men can stretch their hands toward this brother. At least ten men. Ten men stretch your hands toward this brother. than your challenges. Do not magnify your problem. Start magnifying your great God. And God will do something special. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I said, it's going to happen. I have done. This family came to me. Actually, they are from this church. Some that married with has his daughter with the flowers. Thanksgiving, I was with them for lunch in a restaurant, and the husband and wife both told me no way they can get the house. They both told me they cannot get the house because husband doesn't have a good job. And in the restaurant, no way they can get the house. I'm going to pray for you. The way, I forgot the name of the daughter's uh, husband. I said, You will have the house. I said, Before 2011 Thanksgiving, you will have the house. Justin Flower, his ministry in Mullins, he said, my sister and my brother-in-law got the house. I'm meeting for lunch this Wednesday with them. If God can do the miracle for them, God can do the miracle for you. It may look impossible, but God is a God of possible. Father, we thank you. What are you doing in this life? She will not compromise, but she will stand firm in your world and in your world. We thank you. We are your servants, your children. We speak blessing. We put the blood circle all over now. No evil one, no evil thing, no evil scheme. No, we come her. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. I want to pray for you. I want to know who you are. Church, the greatest miracle in this church. 
I mean, you are going to have the greatest miracle in this church. This young life is going to follow God 100%. You know, I said 100%. How many believe he will live a godly life? How many of you believe he will live a godly life? miracle in his life. I said, God is about to do the greatest miracle, which is the transformation. Transformation. Many prayers have been offered. Yes. Can I say something? I can read more very fast. Even the girl God brought here is only divine so that he can bring you to him. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray there will be transformation. There will be blessing. His life will become blessing to many. His life will bring blessing to many. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you. What we will do for the future, we thank you. Future is designed by you, we thank you. He should not be elected as he passed. I want to let you know, God does not consult your past to determine your future. Designed by God. Father, we thank you for this young life. We thank you. Thank you. Church, we thanks to God. We thank you. I know I have not met you.